0: so he does this ridiculous intro it's, it's not ridiculous it's
1: important for the show
0: <laughs> so just put it out there yes
1: welcome to we have the facts two idiots guide to all things the national journey ah nope i messed it up uh, this is embarrassing this is embarrassing at this point okay one more time one more time guys Welcome to We Have the Facts, two idiots guide to all things the national on a journey to learn more about music and save our dying friendship. My name's Ali Latif, and with me as always is my co-host and sometimes friend, Justin Taji. Hey guys, how's it going? See, that one worked. We got there. <laughs> yeah, no, you finally, you finally got it going. I was very yeah, happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, very proud of you. Today we
0: have a, a friend of the pod, um, <laughs> uh, Joey Cahill. We actually did a uh, interview with him in the past in the earlier in this season. So uh, say hi to the folks. Hello. Um, so, what's going
1: on, Ali? Uh, not much. I mean, here's the thing: we recorded our last episode kind of back to back with this one, so there's not much that's changed in my life. That's that's fair. Yeah. Well, you didn't get a job at my at my uh, place of work, so that was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I watched the movie Us though. Great movie, guys. Go check it out. Trying to this week. Yeah, it's really <laughs> yeah, good. I got,
3: I've got kids and a wife who won't see horror movies. So. Uh,
1: are you a horror movie fan? Yeah. How do you feel about Get Out? Loved it.
3: Yeah, I did make her watch that, but we waited till I saw it a few times, and then when we watched it at home, because I don't think I could get her to the theater.
1: Yeah, I think this one's like kind of truer to the horror genre. It's less of a like a social movie and more of just like uh, he's making a horror. This is his vision of a horror movie.
3: There's no way she'll see it.
1: Yeah, I have sadly not seen
0: Get Out and uh, have not seen Yost yet, so I'm really fucking you're up. the only person who hasn't seen Get Out. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I, I have nothing to add to the commentary that everyone has going on.
3: <laughs> only because it's fresh in my mind. I'm the last, maybe the last person also to watch The Haunting of Hill House. It's taken me
1: a very long time. I'm very ashamed to say I've skimmed through it. I didn't watch every episode. I don't watch every episode because
3: they're terrifying. Mm-hmm. And I usually watch them with my phone in front of my face. Huh? yeah, And I do it about, an episode about two weeks apart. So I, <laughs> I watched the eighth today. Was very
1: scary. Um, my little brother was staying with me, and he was just watching it on the couch. And I'd just come in, I'd sit for a few scenes, I'd leave, I'd come back. And like I pretended it was because I was busy. It was mostly because I was terrified. And I was like, I'll oh, come cool. back to this when I have more guts. Yeah, it's...
3: Whew. I think once as I finish it, I can go back and watch it again. Yeah. And ap- appreciate it more.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But... Yeah, it's it's a rough go.
1: What's
0: the? Uh, I mean, let's let's go. Favorite horror films?
1: Ooh, that's that's a hard one. You can't just like spring that.
0: I so, mean, I I can. I already got my one already ready, locked and loaded. Uh, Twenty eight days later, it's a pretty good one. It's a good one.
3: The answer I usually say is the orphanage. Uh, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. But so I feel like you're more supernatural kind of uh, no. horror.
1: The two horror I movies like, I kind of like go back to are kind of weird and mystical and supernaturally too, so I I, I get that.
0: No, I, I'm just yeah. I'm more a zombie guy. That's that's kind is of the my mist. Thing. A horror movie.
1: The mist is a uh, horror movie. It's a Stephen King thing. He makes horror. I count it. I love I love that movie.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah. No. I I, I would. I, I guess that. Yeah. I don't know. I was also thriller, but I guess yeah. the thriller is a horror movie.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why that one jumped in my head right now, but. Here's my question:
1: Is Alien a horror movie? Ooh, I feel like that's more of it's like, like a horror a, adjacent. Yeah, yeah, because I'd call it my favorite horror movie, but I don't really consider it a, a horror movie.
3: If you look at horror movie like best horror movie list, it's it, it's always on there.
1: Yeah, that's fair. It's it's my favorite Alien movie. That's something. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I mean, I'm alone
0: I- in this. I really like Devil's Rejects.
3: I think I saw it once. Yeah. I think you
0: I was, are alone in
1: this.
3: Yeah,
0: I'm I'm the only one. Everyone likes House of 1000 Corpses and then they hate Devils Rejects. Um, I saw that once. Yeah, 3 from Hell is coming out soon. They're working on it right now. Is that like the the, the same ending. Yeah, it's the same people. Wow. Um, I don't know how they I mean it's horror, so I guess the magical thing yeah. will make it happen, but whatever.
1: I really love The Shining, but I think like it terrified me as a kid, and now when I watch it, it just does nothing in terms of like scaring me.
3: Yeah, I'm curious about the sequel. I didn't read the book, the sequel book, but they're making. Yeah, the I sequel. heard about that. Did mm-hmm. you watch Castle Rock?
1: I have not. Is it any good? Yeah, I had a good time. Okay, check it out. Put it on the list. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, it's not as
3: scary as. The Haunting of Hill House, but it's it's good.
1: There's
0: yeah. I mean, I don't consider it a horror film, but it's the, the a film that evokes the most disgusting er, like feeling in me is Requiem for a Dream. Uh, I,
3: I, I've only seen that once and I will not watch it. I, I played on D V D for some reason. I was like, I love this movie. And I was like, I'm not watching this. It is. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but isn't that what a horror film is supposed to do, I guess?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's... I mean, to be fair, any Darren Ar- Aronofsky movie is just like, oh, wh- wh- what was the one that he did with uh, Jennifer Lawrence? Mother or? Um, mother. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, mother.
0: Yeah. I heard Mother was fucking crazy. So I have not seen. that um, one.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I guess uh, dive into the record.
1: All right. Let's do it.
0: All right. Joey. Hello. As a whole, how do you feel about uh, Trouble Will Find Me?
3: I think up until today, yes today, I would always say High Violet is my favorite. But I think this is my favorite national record. I think I think it's the most re re-li- like relistenable. Is that a word relistenable? Uh, I'm not uh sure. We'll roll with you that. know what I'm going for. <laughs> We're
0: we're breaking new ground,
3: we're yeah, a podcast. We're words. creating new words. stupid.
0: Yeah, that's what I do.
3: Uh, <laughs> I think it's the or the easiest record to listen to. Mm-hmm. So I it's the one I always go back to. It's the record if I'm on an airplane and this sounds like a dig, but it's not. If it's the record, I, if I want to fall asleep, I put on that record because it just like it like makes me feel comfortable. And I know it so well that I could just fall asleep to listen to it. I don't think that's a dig. I think that's a. Like, I, you
0: can only fall asleep to records that are comforting. My two
3: records are this one and Sufyan Stevens' Carrie and Lowell. And those are. That's two, a good one, like, too. Yeah. But yeah, that's. So
1: I. It's. I It is my favorite national record.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: I would Ali? say. Um, so I totally agree with Joey. And like for this past week, I've been listening to this one and High Violet, like preparing for both episodes over and over again. And I think. High Violet is like, I think, a little bit musically more interesting and they do some like interesting, cool stuff on it. But this one has like, the lyrics are a lot deeper. The 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 songs are a lot like easy. They're very easy listens. They kind of like put you in like a little space and they kind of keep you there. It's pretty cool. I like that a lot. And I think, so a lot of people say like Boxer is the record that new national fans should listen to. I think it should be Trouble Will Find Me. I think this is the record that like will make you a fan of the national.
3: And it's also I feel like the national now mm-hmm. like boxer was the first national record I heard, but I would give people this record today, especially with where like they've gone. I feel like this is a little closer. Like to, sleep
0: well, beast would make no sense if you went like boxer to sleep yeah. well, beast or mm-hmm. even the new record. Um, it, yeah. it would just be like I don't even know who the hell. It was. <laughs> like,
3: yeah, I mean, I guess they you know they're the same band, but they're you have to get to the growth to get to. Sleep Well Beast and I think Trouble Will Find Me is kind of the, the bridge between the earlier stuff, including High Violet and
2: Sleep Well yeah. Beast.
0: Um, for me, this is the record that I first heard from them. So I kind of was biased in that, like, I just fell in love with this record. I didn't know what else. So then I started finally listening back. And I thought of High Violet as kind of this less than Trouble Will Find Me kind of thing. Okay. Because I heard this record first. Um but I actually think that High Violet, in my opinion, is a better – I always like to think of records as a complete cohesive piece. And I think High Violet succeeds in that more than Trouble Will Find Me
1: does. I have some thoughts. Uh- <laughs>
3: Anyway. Um, <laughs> I won't argue with you. Uh,
1: but yes. <laughs> I'm hoping you argue with him, because I was afraid of this episode, because, like, Joey gave me shit last time he was here, and I was really worried was that on. I would be the one that's getting shit this time, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, but, um, like, I, I think we actually said it in the episode when we talked the first time um, when you were on the show. It's like, I think this is the Bangers album, and then High Valet's the better uh,
3: record. Like, I won't argue with you. I, yeah. I, I think this is the easier—this is— for easy easy listening.
0: Yeah. I mean I think this is I think this is plans, whereas high violet is translanticism.
3: It's fantastic. Yeah, good job.
0: Raking it all in.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> See? Wow. You got a fan pulling it in. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm alone again.
3: <laughs>
1: Stupid. <laughs>
0: Just cuddle Homer. You'll be fine. By the way, Homer's his dog. He's always on the podcast. Nice. You always hear him gnawing on it. <laughs> Occasionally I'm a little bit in the background. Um, all right. we want to start off with uh, I Should Live in Salt?
1: All right. Let's play a bit of it.
2: Don't make me read your mind. You should know me better than that. It takes me too much time. You should know me better than that. You're not that much like me. You should know me better
0: than that. I should live in salt. Alright, so I think this is an interesting open to the record. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going very much into your, uh, Joey, into your theme of sleeping. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> kind of lulls you in, if anything.
3: It reminds me of Bright Eyes records mm-hmm. every Bright Eyes record I mean always kind of starts with like talking yeah but then goes into like a quiet like acoustic song before like not that Bright Eyes is like yeah. you're gonna go nuts but like yeah exactly but it's like a quiet song and then it kind of leads into the record yeah, yeah that's you, know, right. you don't wanna
0: oh um uh, Joey real quick why don't you ask Ali how he feels about Conor Oberst how do you feel about like Conor Oberst I think he's a great musician <laughs> Oh really? Uh because I believe the better Oblivion Community
1: Center record you uh, uh Did I say, <laughs> okay, did thoughts. Did I say on the show I don't need to hear his voice? Yes. <laughs> 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 but it's only because I think he's better at playing stuff than he is at like I also think he's a great writer. I just think his voice is very uh
3: I mean his voice and, is off putting. I, I could see Thank you. I, I think this is a tangent, so I apologize. Oh, a, a that's, what, that's, that's what the podcast is. Jenny Lewis played the Wang, mm-hmm. and uh, she was talking about how she went to Berkeley for something, and I guess, and this might have been like this because it was the Rabbit for Coat tour, mm-hmm. and she was saying that Connor Oberst was there show before, and the students asked him, "Is he purposely like not know how to sing, or like?" Is he <laughs> that and it's like, of course, at Berkeley, like. You know, yeah, he, he's not a he doesn't he's not like a trained vocalist. Yeah, no, no, but, no. But uh, yeah, I could see not like I I can respect that. I disagree, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, Dude. but anyway,
0: coming coming back to I should live in song. I I mean, Ali, what's your take?
1: I I really like the song. It's like this like tension and like a relationship. It feels very real. It's a it's a good start for a song for an album. Um. Yeah, it does kind of lull you in, but I think this album is kind of more lull like anyway. It's kind of like more mellow and chill than like Alligator or Boxer. So I kind of don't mind that it starts like a little bit down there.
0: I think we're living in our apathy on this record. That's kind of what we're doing more than anything. I I think that this song kind of brings you into his apathetic side rather than his, just his explosive side like on like a song like or on songs like Mr. November or like Mistaken for Strangers and stuff like that. So, all right, you want to go into uh
2: Demons?
1: Yeah, let's do Demons.
2: When I think of you in the city of you on the side sudden sinking feeling of a man about to fly never kept me up before Now I've been awake for days I can't fight it anymore I'm going through an awkward phase I'm secretly in love with everyone that I grew up with to my crying underwater I can't get
0: down any further. Demons. Yeah, so I think that his melodramatic lyrics with the monotone voice almost Mm -hmm. embodies the the fact that he's living in these like subconscious bad thoughts, and I think that adds to the track and kind of like builds this just I I don't know how to say it, just this yearning kind of feeling. It's like he sounds like a demon. Uh, what? (laughs) Wow, he's even catching on to our bad puns. Oh, yeah, we do bad segues.
1: It's really great, too. Uh, Uh, Ali, how do you feel? um, I think, okay, so this, entirely, this album has some of my favorite lines, and this song has, like, two that I wrote down while I was listening to this album. One is, I'm secretly in love with everyone I grew up with, because, like, I kind of get it. Um, And then the other one is, when I walk into a room, I don't light it up. Fuck. (laughs) Those are two great lines. The way he says fuck... Mm -hmm. it's just so it's like fuck yeah yeah Mm -hmm.
3: yeah rough night
0: like (laughs) no energy left whatsoever i mean i think i've said this before it's like if i'm matt's age and i'm this this angsty (laughs) i don't i don't know what i'm gonna do (laughs) um
1: but yeah i I really like how this song builds because like the last one kind of I mean, it starts very mellow and it continues very mellow up until the end. So this one kind of builds a little bit more throughout the song and it kind of like if the first one didn't like really get you pumped for this, this one does.
0: Yeah, I mean, I still think we're in, still in a slow build. I think we're in a slow burn state. Um, if the next track wasn't uh, a little bit more dancey and a little bit more upbeat, I think then we'd kind of come to a place where I feel like there's too many soft songs in a row.
3: I think this like this record, what they do really well is have some slower songs and then they like like banger some slower songs banger like they yeah. kn- they like i i feel like a lot of times maybe not a lot maybe just a couple records but the nationals like the sequencing isn't the greatest mm-hmm. on the records and i feel like this mm-hmm. one for the most part they knocked it out of the park
1: i yeah. definitely agree with that
3: yeah no I, I i mean and i think
0: one thing i will say is like i mean i feel like this record as a as a whole is them trying to make an orchestra version of, like, a Joy Division record. Mm-hmm. And, like, like make it more, like, orchestral and that kind of thing. Especially with tracks, like... Well, I mean, I won't talk further. We'll, we'll go on to the next song.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, Before we go on to the next song, this is a complete tangent. Uh, Joey, how do you feel about the song Sugar Wife? I don't even that is okay oh, well that's, that's, we'll play that for song, you at huh? the end and you'll tell us how you feel about it because it's a big debate of what, like whether it's a good song or a terrible song
0: by who? it's on the national Nash- by the national oh i don't know song titles <laughs> yeah it's on uh is it on sad songs or it's on, it on sad the- songs
3: yeah yeah it's on sad songs oh i could probably tell you i've heard that song
1: maybe once yeah, yeah I don't know. honestly that's There's all no you really time. need to hear it is once before you realize oh this is garbage. this is their worst song. <laughs> <laughs> Ali does not like.
0: I really I am in, in favor of it. I think it's a pretty solid interlude for where it is in the record. but anyway <laughs> all
1: right, let's move on to don't swallow the cap
2: so that breaks the houses. I don't see what's strange about this Tiny bubbles hang above me It's a sign that someone loves me I can hardly stand upright In my head upon the light I have faith but don't believe it It's not there enough to leave it Everything I love is on the table Don't swallow the
1: cap! Um, yeah, I mean, this, this,
0: I think this song is very much needed and very well placed. Mm-hmm. Um, this is definitely one of my favorite tracks on the record. Um, I think it's the first song that I ever saw them perform live, uh, because oh. they opened, uh, Boston Calling the second time they played. Were they um, opened with this song? Ah, oh no, I got there late. I think they with <laughs> no,
3: the i should say in and then they played this. I didn't tell, I don't think they
0: were. Yeah, but, um. Anyway, but yeah, no, it, I mean, for, for me, it
3: started that one. <laughs> and that's all that matters.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I think, I mean, you finally got the drums kicking in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little bit more, uh, I don't know
1: where to go, where I'm going with this. Ali, what do you got? <laughs> um, so I really like the song. I think it's well placed. It has like good energy to it. Um, when I first read the title, my thought was, it's like swallowing a bottle, like a, a, the cap of like your water bottle. And then I was like, that's stupid. There's no way that's true. And I Googled it. And like a lot of people were talking about how it's like a reference to drugs or booze or whatever. I and thought it was the, pills. And, or pills. And then Matt, in an interview, talked about how he was just thinking about his kid and how they like keep swallowing <laughs> things. And it was like a cap for a bottle or something like that. And I was vindicated. I loved it.
0: <laughs> I guess that's fair.
1: Well, I mean, I feel like that's
0: one thing Matt does very well is he pulls these very hyper-realistic moments (laughs) that that are very just like very sudden and don't really translate. And then he has this non-coherent vocals or uh, lyrics that kind of just piece together this mood and you're just supposed to get it from that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joey,
3: how do you feel Uh, about the song? This is my second favorite national song. Oh, I love this song. (laughs) it has my favorite lyric on the entire record uh, which is I only have two emotions careful fear and dead devotion because I feel like that's just, just me in a nutshell mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah i uh, I love this song I think it's placed perfectly on the record it's yeah it's so good it's just it's not fun per se mm-hmm. but I always have a good time it's just it's catchy whereas it like is. a lot of national stuff is great but it's not like uber catchy whereas. This song and other songs on this record are just, like, hooked. It's like, It almost felt like they were going for it, like, for, like, radio play and trying to, like, you know, quote-unquote make it.
0: Yeah, before, like, I mean, this is the record that broke them, I would say. Yeah, right? I mean, they yeah. played SNL. Yeah, and was, and like, like, I mean, mm-hmm. I would say, like, I mean, I feel like this is them trying to get a quote-unquote hit before, like, Sleep Well Beasts came out and then they did the Day, the Day I Die, which is very much just, like, that's radio bait. Like yeah. if, I, if i've ever heard it so i feel like this is their cool guy hit if you
1: will now justin so. how do you feel about the reference right, to the beatles with... in this song
0: uh we know my feelings about the beatles and we will not talk about that right <laughs> now <laughs> we've already <laughs> i've expressed it many times uh, very overrated and i don't want to talk about it
1: you're wrong <laughs> moving on fireproof <laughs> <Yeah, that> we was- <laughs>
2: <laughs> keep the last secret. I keep now Wish I could go back And keep some You're fireproof Nothing breaks your heart You're fireproof It's just the way you Yeah, waiting To find someone Who isn't so hopeless. Fireproof
0: Yeah, so we're back into the lulling <laughs> just, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's just a pretty simple concept I think it's just like he wishes that he could be just bulletproof he, he didn't have to um, just kind of think in his head all the time and kind of be upset and kind of Uh, think over emotions over and over again and I mean I get that because that's what I do on a constant basis
1: yeah I think this is like one of the more basic songs off this album like the lyrics seem very straightforward and like not too deep or um, metaphorical compared to like some of the other ones Um, and uh, yeah I mean it's not my favorite off the record it's not terrible as a song it's kind of somewhere in the middle in terms of national songs yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> I mean, I like the the jangly guitar. I yeah, think, think it's guitar is
3: really cool, and but I mean, it is. It's just it's almost it's just a song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. And I, it kind of, but it also kind of fits perfectly because then they come back with like a upbeat song next, and it's like just a lot, like bring you back down a little, just to to get you going again. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, I mean, I like. I, I think we're all kind of in agreeing that it's like. It's 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 it is it's there. It's it's perfectly placed where it, and it does what it needs to do. Am I putting this on a playlist? No. Am I mad if it comes on? No. No. Yep. It's the perfect medium song. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, it's it's a medium song on a great record. So it ends up kind of feeling a little bit flat when you're like going song by song and having to judge them. But in general, it's just a good song that's kind of placed in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. Sea of Love.
2: Oh you say you love me, Joe. How am I supposed to know when you go on the low What am I supposed to know?
1: Sea of Love? Uh, I really enjoy the drums on this track. The drums are pretty great.
0: Um, I will say this, that before this week, I was singing the chorus very wrong because I didn't know that it was, How did
1: Harvard teach you? I, <laughs> yes, that's. I was going to say that's one of my favorite lines in this album as well, is what did Harvard teach you?
0: I, I was going to say, I like that line a lot because fuck everyone that goes to Harvard. <laughs> yes.
1: Especially since me and uh,
0: Ali went to BU and uh, they kind of suck. This is true. <laughs>
3: I don't have a dog in this
1: fight, but
0: they they generally suck. You can just yeah. say it.
1: <laughs> you have to walk around Boston and see like a million Harvard sweatshirts everywhere. <laughs> yeah,
0: when people visit that school like it's a fucking uh, like it's a museum. Like you see th- like tourists go there. Like That's it's weird.
3: There. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> that is weird.
0: Yeah. So, but I mean, coming coming back to the track, I think now we're back to exploding. Um, I feel like. This is an interesting tangent. I don't know if. I assume Joe's referring to a female. He's a lot of names. Yeah, yeah, he
1: does. Who's Joe? Yeah,
0: yeah, I don't know. And then there's Jenny who Um, repeats twice. Yeah, I mean, I assume that's
1: Jennifer, but. um, Who is she? I don't know Jennifer. (laughs) You're (laughs) saying, like, we all know Jennifer. I don't know, man.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, in in the place of this song, I think that uh, I mean I, I'm just more dumbfounded that it says how did Harvard teach? What did Harvard yeah, teach you? I,
3: I'm, yeah, I never knew that.
1: <laughs> yeah, wow, uh,
0: we have uh, none of the facts, Ali.
1: No, we do not. <laughs> I will say this song does have the title of the album in it. If I say "Trouble Will Find Me," that's true. Huh? See, that's a uh, fact. I think if I remember correctly, That
3: is a fact. And if I remember correctly, this was the first song they released. I think they released it with the video
1: Mm.
3: to, like, announce the record. Okay. And so I I remember hearing that or watching the video and just, like, wanting to, like, throw my wallet at the screen because I was so
1: excited. (laughs) It's a little misleading. It's a little misleading because it's not the same energy as most of the other songs. True. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like that's
0: what you always do with the single.
3: You do banger, banger, slow jam. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And which is what they did, although I think that was actually the, whatever. I mean, yeah. But,
0: <laughs> yeah. But all in all, great track. Um, we all learned something new today. <laughs> yeah, what a day. What <laughs> Alright, let's, so let's move on. on. Heaven-faced. Let's go into Heaven-Faced.
2: I, could walk up, but I won't. In my mind. I wish someone take my place. Can't face heaven, all heaven faced. No one's careful all the time. Heaven faced.
0: I mean, I feel like this track kind of falls into the same kind of theme or. or kind of sonically how fireproof is in the album. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will say that this song, I think emotes a little bit more with the lyrics. Um, I think that it has this, um, he wants to leave. He doesn't, (laughs) he doesn't have the courage though. And he'll just stay with the person, even if it's not, even if it's doomed.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I I think uh, any song that Matt Berninger's singing against a piano, I'm into, like I could just like lay there and listen to him, singing on top of, like, a, a piano track anytime.
3: Yes. Yes. And the line, it's not a fever, it's a freezer. Mm. I like that line. It I'm sounds... not a fan. <laughs> that's not a great line. <laughs> I, I, just, I like that whole that whole section. I don't know. I guess it's I don't know. If it's
1: yeah, she's a
0: griever, my believer. Yeah, yeah no, I don't know.
1: I think that's, that is cool. <laughs> to, to me, it sounds like a kid writing a song. It's just, these rhyme. <laughs> 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 and they're like
3: opposites. I don't know. I like it. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's Hot fair. Ali. Fair, right. fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I feel like a lot of this record or not a lot of it, but I feel like a lot of it is Tim or questioning like religion in a way almost too.
1: Mm-hmm. a little. I, um, yeah. I did write down when I was like listening to this album, that there's a lot of faith in this, like, uh, like not faith, but struggles of faith in the album. Yeah.
0: Well, and I feel like that all comes from and it stems from you see a little bit of that in High Violet, but it's like sprinkled in like in songs like Little Faith and stuff like that. But you don't see it as a whole, whereas like this is over encompassing, yeah. um, taking actions and feeling guilt and dealing with, with it in a religious way. And I think that that's kind of where you're I, I feel like it's, it is expressed in that thematically. So. All right. Go into uh, the next track.
1: Yeah, I was waiting for you to do a dumb transition into it, but you didn't. You didn't pull it off. So, um,
0: well, I thought we stopped doing those. No, we did this, them this last, the last week. You stopped doing them because
1: right? you didn't want to get embarrassed in front of Joey. That's why you stopped doing them.
0: That's true. I had some awful ones on High Violet. Right, guess, but this is the last time. Yeah.
2: a hundred times yourself I wish everybody knew what's so great about you oh but your love is such a swamp you don't think before you jump and I said I wouldn't get sucked in I This is the last time.
1: This is the last
0: time. So I have too real of a connection with the song. Okay, <laughs> um, hit us. Uh, I may have been seeing someone at the time, and uh, I def- and we broke up, and uh, and there was also another girl in the mix, and uh, I did not ex- and I kept going back, and it was not a good idea.
1: <laughs> Just, just for reference, Justin sets all of his breakups to music. Every time we've gotten to a song that like has a connection, it's always... So I was breaking up with a girl, and I played this song. I was like, why are you playing break, like songs to break up? Just like end it. Move on. Because I like to soundtrack my sadness. <laughs> I can get behind
0: that. I can get behind that. <laughs> um, no, but this is... Uh... I mean, I'm going to – Cat's out of the bag. This is my favorite track on the album
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: by far. So um, I-, I don't know why it, it starts – I think it has everything in this record all condensed into one because it starts nice and slow and kind of gives you the I should, uh, I should live in salt kind of feel mm-hmm. with combined with demons. And then it kind of picks back up and gives you like d- uh, don't swallow the cat by the end.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: another line I really yeah. like from this song is – Oh, don't tell anyone I'm here. I've got Tylenol and beer. That's pretty good. Yep. Seems like a pretty easy rhyme if you ask me. It doesn't have to be a complicated <laughs> rhyme. It just has to be interesting.
3: The fever and freezer but no-go for you. Who cares? <laughs> uh.
0: Yeah, you're, you're, you're really all over the map, man. You, you gotta stand by something.
1: <laughs> I don't need complicated <laughs> rhymes.
3: <laughs> uh. i like i like this song because i feel like it uh it again flows nicely into the next song the way it builds up mm-hmm. yeah and also breaking this record up like track by track i'm realizing this record is pretty mellow like when i listen to it all the mm-hmm. way through yeah like there's an there's enough like heat where i'm like it is yeah. i don't really realize Pretty quiet
0: yeah no i mean even like the big so- quote unquote big songs on this record i feel like kind of like if you listen to them individually kind of like we're doing right now it's like we're like whoa that's definitely a little softer because i mean i when i throw this i mean i throw this whole album on i don't really like pick a song yeah. i just kind of like all right i'm listening to trouble will find me now so um but yeah i i think that this definitely leads really well into graceless
1: yeah i think in this record instead of going um uh banger banger lull it goes little, low banger.
3: Yeah. Look at yep. you.
1: Yeah. Alright. I do not have a, a graceful transition into graceless.
2: <laughs> oh Graceless Is there a powder to the race?
0: Um, so this is where I get those interesting Joy Division vibes. I feel like this song is very much translated into, like, disorder.
3: I never put that together. I can hear it.
0: Yeah, like, that's why. Like, I feel like this song is basically them trying to do disorder. I think they do it beautifully. Um, I think there's some interesting lines in this, and I kind of want to get you guys' takes on this. So there's a science to walking through windows. Is that, like, he's, like, like... You know, one night standing and escaping or, or I well. took a
3: based I'm basing it off like the video. Oh, OK. Like I never saw vibe. the video. OK. Oh, my. The video is amazing. Ah, well, uh, I'm fucking up. We'll talk about the video in a second. But like, <laughs> I take it as, like it's like a party vibe. Like you're wasted and you walk through a window and like there's a way to do it. Not gracefully, but like if you're going to smash through a window, there's a way to do it without uh, cutting yourself with glass. That's fair. That's, that's what I got from it was just more of a party vibe.
2: Yeah, oh, I got, okay.
3: I
1: got something I got, similar, which was like being reckless and um, – like how to be reckless without having permanent scars.
0: So I took it a uh, one-night stand uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> trying, to, trying to run away thing. That's, that's where
0: Justin's
3: at. There's a science to walking through windows without you. Yeah.
0: So, uh,
3: that's, that's, maybe, that's we're, maybe we're all wrong. You know? that, that's uh, fair. But, well, to be fair, Ali was the one that was
0: right about swallowing a bottle of water. It's ca- true. Uh, water ca- so. gas. <laughs> the,
3: the videos, they're at one of their parents' house, just on like a, like slip and slide and like jumping in pools. And it's like the videos. It's awesome. Okay. But the bass player got a minor concussion one of the guitar players got a back injury. Oh. Like, they, were like, they all got hurt. And it's, like, <laughs> and it's like, you watch the video after knowing that, and it's like, oh, yeah, like, it looks very violent, <laughs> but so much fun.
1: Yeah. So. Well, because I feel like this song is about, like, um, recklessness. It's about drug. There's, like, a few drug addiction metaphors and stuff like that. And there's also a lot of God and faith in this one, too. I mean, there's the line, God loves everybody. Don't remind me or whatever. I love that line
0: yeah, yeah like I mean like that's like an AA kind of bullshit line like you know like they try to like get you to stop and you're like ah
1: eh, fuck off <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: so um but alright oh you're not getting slipped <laughs> <laughs> I slipped right into that I don't know
2: <laughs> i in the city you hated my eyes. Are falling. Count in the clicks with the living dead. My eyes are red. I'm in the crush and I hate it. My eyes are falling. I'm having trouble inside my skin. I'm Slipped.
0: Um, yeah, so back to Lull again. Um, but I actually really like the song. Um I think he's conveying a point of just being, uh, at least what I get from it, but I, apparently we all could be wrong, I don't know. <laughs> um, my, my interpretation is that he's just going through a place that he had all these memories with somebody and he's just kind of like reflecting on that and ha- as if he were having a conversation with that person. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think this one is like, the lyrics for this one are very really like, you know, to the point, he's telling the story like it is. It's not one of those big like, He's like creating like a weird image and like explaining a relationship through a weird window. It's kind of very straightforward to the point.
0: Yeah, there's no like hyper polarizing events in this. It's just like it's just the, it's like a memory in, in, in telling the story, I feel like which is like I feel like not rare for him to do, but I feel like he tries to be a little bit more um, like hiding the story mm-hmm. in like short little bursts, whereas this one kind of lays it out.
1: I think in I general, like this. And this album's like kind of very introspective. It's it's a lot of like self reflection, and I think um, songs like this really work in this album. But yeah, Joey, what were you gonna say?
3: I was just say I just like quiet like indie rock songs where hmm. people swear. <laughs> and I'll be a friend in a fuck up. I just, I it's all one of my favorite things, and it's like jarring in a way where it's just like this like quiet like pretty song. Yeah, like, and, and then, then if they say fuck, I'm like fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: <it's> like, <laughs> I don't know why I, I love because it because so it, it adds an edge that you didn't know yeah, was going to be like, there.
3: I was like, "Oh, my mom would like this." It's like, "Oh, he said fuck." Like, I'm a I'm
0: a <laughs> like for instance, to your point before, like Sufjan Stevens, like something like that. He doesn't really like curse or anything, no. or like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just very. Like, got dope, but he
3: got nobody on the. La- I think one of the there's a I think one of the last songs on Karen Lowell He says "fuck" and it's like, hell yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, like,
0: this beautiful record, yeah. But, like, for the most part, like, it doesn't
3: yeah. exist. And it's like,
1: and then it's like, when it's, it's almost does, like, yeah.
3: It's not like this is like a, a punk record or a hardcore record where it's like, yeah. Every other word.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it really conveys an emotion in a song like this where, like, when you say fuck, you mean fuck. Yeah. You're not using it to fill in a space. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, and, and I think to your point, Ali, like, when you said before, it is an introspective record. I feel like, like, a lot of this record was just, like, him sitting drunk and just thinking about everyone around him and, like, and just not even being there I
2: don't yeah.
1: know I mean I so. don't know if he was but that's the feeling that the, the album evokes uh, All right. I alright uh, I need my girl
2: yeah. yep I am good but I am grounded Davy says that I look taller but I can't get my head around it I keep feeling smaller and smaller I need my girl
1: I need my girl I need my girl Um I just
0: want to say why does it why do you need to say Justin Vernon of Bon vera when he is Bon vera
3: That's true Cuz I guess there's members of Bon but he is, he is Bon bear right? Without him, it's yeah, nothing. No, nah, it's the people. Another
0: yeah. band. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, well, this this was a single, right? This was
3: I this because I think it went. I feel like the, if I remember, it was Seal of Graceless. This I think there might have been a couple more between, but it was just like the like total like pop yeah. radio banger banger slow jam. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fair. Well, and I think they did, and they also played. They played this song on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, but so, they played it second. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, great track. I really, um, I mean, the the guitar on this is really cool. I feel like it's like nice skitsy, jangly <laughs> guitar, which gives it gives that slow vibe. I really like the line. It's full of punks and cannonballers.
3: <laughs> yeah, and it's, it just makes me think. Like, I'm pretty sure the national, or at least some of them, are like punks. Yeah, And it's like, I hear that and I'm like, oh, cool. Me too. Like, yeah, the
1: parties
3: are like Let's hang out. <laughs> exactly. Um, Ali, how do you feel? Uh,
1: another good line in this is, uh, I know I was a 45 percenter then, uh, which is yeah. like, I kind of relate to when you like, don't put a hundred percent into something and then you like later retrospectively look at it and you go like, yeah, I know I didn't give it everything, but like, I, I-, I still, you know. an effort. Yeah. <laughs> There's some effort. Yeah.
0: It's kind of like this podcast, right, Ellie?
1: Uh, we give this less than 45%, buddy. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, but
0: okay. yeah, I mean, I, for me, I get the vibe of like when you're sitting at like a family party and you just don't want to be with anybody and you're just thinking of like someone that's far away and you're like,
3: all right, I don't want to be here. <laughs> and Who's Davey? There's just so many names. I, I, I need to go back and listen to the records, but there's so many names on this record.
0: Yeah, I, I mean there are subtle little pullbacks here and there. So,
3: have you seen the Silent Live performance? No, I haven't. Very good.
0: I yeah, I have it's, too. It's really good. Some, some of those cool. fall flat though. Like that's what i This one like
3: uh, I don't know if it's Bryce or Aaron has like a second guitar and just kind of like smashes it around during like quiet parts where it's like a lot of, like the the jangly stuff. It's it's very cool and it's one of those things where like you know very rarely do you watch a live performance and be like you're impressed yeah it's on tv especially and on tv and yeah. it's i mean i go back and watch it every once in a while it's like, i think about it and I'm like oh, that was cool and i go back and watch it just like i do without the driving but yeah. like those are the two that always jump out at me but just this song on snl was very very strong
1: yeah yeah i agree it was a good performance
3: oh so you did see it
1: yeah i did see it uh, i also wonder how popular is this song because i feel like of all of the national, I've heard this song like on the radio or in like a department store more than anything else. I think it's the top track it has on 76 Spotify. 76 million plays on Spotify. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's <does> alright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that was quite humiliating.
1: <laughs> oh, Justin's trying again. <laughs> alright, humiliation.
2: I the dinner And the air went thinner. Tired to the rise, But the pull it gets so loud. If I die this instant, taken from a the distance, they will probably list it down among other things around town. Got my rings around me, I got a baby to pound me. I see stars and go weak, my baby cries and leaves me down. The skies of a black venice, I see as of a white menace. The surprise of the week is that I never heard the sound all the elder women fall asleep
1: while swimming. Humiliation. Uh so coming
0: out of uh I need my girl, I I think that this is a solid build track. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's the last banger of the record, honestly. Well quote unquote banger, if you will.
3: I have some thoughts. What?
0: <laughs> anyway, um, but uh, I, I I feel like you enter in this ethereal like kind of like soundscape and then it kind of just kinda of slowly creeps on,
3: up on you, which I like. This song to me, I feel like this song's a closer. I feel like it's But that being that being said, I feel like the last three songs all sound like the last song of a record. That's fair. So I get to this song and I'm like, oh, the record's over. And then Pink Rabbits comes on. I'm like, oh yeah, there's another song. And then wherever the last song, like yeah. So that's my like only like, I guess gripe. It's not a like can't really call it that, but like it's the one thing where I'm just I don't know how they could have done it differently, with sequence wise. But like those three songs together, just I'm always kind of like I I'll like sometimes just turn it off. Like oh, it's over and forget that there's more. I don't know. It's just. It just, yeah, it sounds like a lot song.
1: what's really funny, Joey, that you said that is because Justin, for the past four or five episodes, has been saying that like the the past four f- songs have been like um the Lord of the Rings trilogy, uh, where um, Justin, can you break down which <laughs> ones are which back had? to nerd, shit. oh, so, <laughs> yeah, break it down for us, Justin,
0: boxer. Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> High Violet is your, uh, is, your uh, two towers. Um, is your Two Towers. Is your Two your Two Towers because that it's it's got this explosive middle. It has this really great battle scene <laughs> sequence. It's interesting all the way through, and you don't think that it's too long. And then you get to Return of the King, which is Your Trouble Will Find Me, where you have this end that happens almost three times, kind of like where you have the the Battle of Minas Tirith, and then you also have the battle at, at Mount Doom, and then you also have the send-off of the elves. Just saying.
1: So, I'm just glad that you Can't mentioned the several that. endings, because it matches Justin's nerd theory so well. There we go. Was not planned either. <laughs> but um, I, I
0: honestly think that this... The only thing that trouble will find me, I feel like suffers, is that maybe it is a little bit longer than it needs to be.
3: Yeah, that it's a, maybe it's they 55 could five minutes long.
0: They could have cut the. They could have cut one song out of this, and then maybe change the arrangement of one of them to lead into the next, and make it one kind of like the two song, maybe humiliation into Pink Rabbits or something, something like that, and then let it close out. Because I think that the three are a little unnecessary, but they're all three great songs. So that's why you don't get that
3: mad. I like the song because it says Venice, and I think he's talking about California. And I used to live in the town next to Venice, so I feel like a connection to it because I lived there. That's (laughs) All the L.A. women. I lived in L.A. I
1: met my wife in L.A. All right, let's play uh, Pink Rabbits.
2: I'm fine, quiet. I went out in the rain. I was just soaking, my head torn right on my brain. And somebody said you disappeared in a crowd. I didn't understand that, I don't understand now. Am I the one you think
0: about when you're sitting in your faint shade, drinking? Sorry, we're going to continue this Lord of the Rings (laughs) scenario real quick. I will bring back the fact that I did call Alligator the Hobbit because it is the prequel and it shows you what greatness this band will have. And that was the first record that kind of grabbed you.
1: Yeah. So anyway, uh, Pink Rabbits. (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) So Pink Rabbits is the song I would have wanted this album to end on because this is my favorite of the three endings. This is my favorite of the three endings. I mean, if we really
0: want to nerd out, we can go Blade Runner and all the director cuts and the regular. <laughs> Justin,
1: let's stick to the songs.
0: All right, I'm sorry, I'm nerding out. I can't, I can't help it. Um, but yes, uh, I will say that I think my favorite end would have been humiliation. But I, I do love this song. I think that this song could have been placed before humiliation and led into that, and then close.
3: Bear with me on this. I think this this is the best ending. Because it is, it sounds, I feel like it sounds nothing like the rest of the record. Oh, at all, no. And it is uh, their version of Bound on Yeezus by Cardi West.
1: That is! Wow, that's that's a good leap, but it's, it's good.
3: <laughs> I mean, that song just is so different, and it ends the record. It's like, I feel like this song is so different, it could have ended the record. But it doesn't, so... Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, I really like the piano on this one. I think of the, the, the songs with the piano in them, this one's my favorite. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's for me, this I is, like, think, classic, amazing I national also, song.
0: I think this song also has, like, what I think a lot of songs on this record don't have. It has this pretty quality. Mm. It's, it's a pretty song, like, bound. Yeah, there
1: you go. <laughs> I guess we'll leave it on that and close out the record. <laughs> All right. Hard to find.
2: <laughs> I can see the glowing lights. I can see them every night. Really not that far away. I could be there.
0: Well, there's there's two answers to this. It's which Spider-Man is the act. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you want to continue your off-mic conversation over there?
0: <laughs> well, we're arguing over which is the best Spider-Man, but we've done this too much on the podcast. So we've already done this twice. <laughs> yeah, so we can't do it again. Um, I, I think this is the true... Uh, I, it is
3: such a good closer. though. It is. Like that's the thing. That's... All three of them are great closers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like this is like, I feel like, like if they were, if they closed a show with this, it'd be like, Oh, that was a good close. I mean,
0: this is like the transatlanticism. This is like <laughs> almost just like close yeah.
3: it. Up. And, I mean, and even the, the line, you know, I'll just kiss off into the air. It feels like a closing line. Like, yep. We're
1: out of here. And, yep. <laughs> and, yep. Good night. <laughs> yeah. That's like a Violet Femmes lyric, right? Wow. They just took it from Violet Femmes. I think so. Wow, Ali, coming in hot! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, I figured out one. <laughs> Everyone's shocked uh, that I had an insightful comment.
0: Uh, no, I mean I think that the piano on this is beautiful. Um, this, I mean, as I guess we've argued each one being a closer, but I feel like in the end this is the true closer. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I I think what if, if humiliation was earlier on the record, there wouldn't be as much of an argument.
0: Well, I think you could swap out and take out maybe Fireproof or Heaven Face, take one of those songs out and put Humiliation in yeah. and then call it a day.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So
0: and then and then the cuts down the record size and then I feel like it's a little bit more cohesive. But there's a reason why I'm not in the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I've tried guys. It's it's not happening. Stop responding to your
2: now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna do in the national? What part would you play in the national? Uh, tambourine. Let's
2: let do it real. <laughs>
0: Also, I would, I would, I would have also, um, I would refill Matt's coffee cup of white wine that he always has, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, so
3: that would be my, uh, my role. <laughs> You're like, so one time I went inside St Insane Clown Posse. Um, my friend, wow, okay, yeah, that's <laughs> okay. Uh, worked for PETA. Cottonmouth Kings were a did stuff with PETA. Mm-hmm. He was it. They were touring with Insane Clown Posse. Got tickets. And I was like, "We have to go." Of, of course. course, ICP. Uh, <laughs> it was the greatest night of my life, and I've—I mean, I don't listen to Saint Clown Posse. Did you drink any fa- fago or feio Didn't have a chance. Okay. Or didn't have. A, or sorry, didn't have a choice because okay. we were literally at the very back of the venue of like a three thousand cap room, covered by the end of the night. Ah. There are people whose job is to they have giant. I'm using my arms. I apologize. Great for podcasting. <laughs> giant, just... One second.
0: Uh, just for you listeners, Joey is raising his arms in a bear-like motion.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Where they have these giant drums, not like musical drums, just like empty like, barrel drums filled with three-liter uh, three, uh, three uh, Fagos, and they just throw them off into the crowd, and they can make them fly like 100 yards. <laughs> and if people's job is to come just refill it so those things are always filled. They had a Fago gun that just sprayed Fago and it was I have never listened to In St. Cloud Posse. I will never listen to In St. Cloud Posse, but it was a night that I will never forget.
1: Anyways. Yeah. I mean that's What are we talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> I think this show's about the <laughs> national, maybe. <laughs> 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 Who? <whoop.
0: laughs> um well we always like to end um, with uh, favorite track
1: and least favorite track on the record. So, Ali. Um, I'd say favorite. I'm going two. I'm going don't swallow the cap and graceless. Uh, least favorite is probably fireproof. Favorite for me is this is the last time. Least
0: favorite I will go is fireproof.
3: I would probably say favorite. Don't sw- I would say favorite. Don't swallow the cap. And I guess least favorite if I'm forced to choose would be fireproof. Yeah, I mean I don't. We we yeah, just, just choose yeah. one because we That's have the,
0: to. Yeah, yeah. It's um, not like we're saying it's a trash sucks.
3: song. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other thing quick i don't know if there's anything else you do um but it like i'm looking at this now like rylan which is on gonna be on the new record it's yep. written for this re- like around this record oh really oh, yeah so it's just been like kicking around for a while so when they started playing it again people were like oh rylan because they i think played it before on the, this tour like, like around maybe around like high violet being like mm-hmm. this is a new song mm-hmm. um yeah now it's finally getting released so that's tight nice
0: um by the way how do you feel about the new single that's good it's i think it's okay like I, yeah yeah we we discussed it we we feel like it's an interesting t- take and i think it's definitely taking
3: sleep well beast sound and taking it further I, I feel like they write songs for like the live performance
2: mm-hmm.
3: now i don't know if like sleep you know not to step on any toes for your next pod but <laughs> sleep well beast doesn't feel like a cohesive record to me no mm-hmm. and uh I feel like there's like bangers on it that are great live. And I feel like that's like what they almost what they write for is it's like, I same. feel like they wrote the records.
0: Now they just write They the write songs. songs. Yeah. 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 They're so, balanced fashion. Balanced, yeah. balanced fashion made for four great records. Now the, now you, you listen to every record and you hear like two or three tracks that so you like, yeah,
3: Oh, cool. That stand out.
0: But I'm excited. I mean, I'm always excited about, excited about a new national record. Well, so. well, when you you actually texted me the the picture of the thing, you're like pre ordered done. <laughs> I was like, I was like, and then I was like, well, there's also the the cherry tree edition. You're like already bought it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, that's not fiscally responsible, but I'll do it too.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. I mean, at one point, I think I have three copies of Sleep Well Beast, and two copies of this record. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Um, anyway, uh, how we like to end the podcast, uh, is we like to talk about things that we're listening to podcasts, music, what we're watching. Um, Ali, what do you, I mean, I know that we just recorded an episode yesterday, but what are you watching or listening? That's new. (laughs) Uh,
1: I saw us. That was great. (laughs) 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 Also, I hung out with a person who was listening to uh, a lot of uh, First Aid Kit, which was like a band that I wasn't like super into. But now i have slowly like I think maybe been brainwashed. I don't know, but I'm like, if you want to do a side First Aid Kit pod? Let me know. Okay. <laughs> Sign up all about it. Sign me up. Because uh, <laughs> I, I I couldn't stop listening to First Aid Kit now. <laughs> like they weren't my band, and now they're kind of starting to be.
3: They're the best. They're um,
1: the best. But yeah, that's that's the only since two yesterday. Things. I... I started listening –
0: yeah, I'm listening to a podcast called The Dropout because I am enraged and just want to know more even though that I hate her about the Theranos lady, Elizabeth Holmes. Hmm. You need to watch that. Because it bothers me. I I watched the HBO documentary. It was pretty well done and then there's also a podcast called The Dropout. Um, They both kind of do – it's kind of like how the two Fire Festival documentaries came out. One was more about the legality and then one was more about like the actual things that happened. So it's kind of good to like, – yeah, both. Be, yeah, like you listen to both. I, w- I would suggest watching the HBO thing first and then, back and and back then do the, the podcast cool. because then you kind of get all of it. And it's pretty humorous because the startup I used to work for, we do the same thing. <laughs> but we didn't do the lie of like, hey, we only use a finger prick. We're like, no, you need the full sample. Yeah. But we can do – we can tell you the pathogens within an hour. <laughs> but anyway, Joey, what are you listening uh, to watching – listening
3: I. <laughs> So I do. I have an Instagram account where I'm posting one of my my records in alphabetical order. Okay. So pretty much, I just I've been listening to Avail for the past five days. Oh. <laughs> and, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, you are the owner and founder of Six One Three One Records. Is there anything you want to throw at us that uh, the label's uh, putting out? Or I don't know
3: if I have anything I can talk about yet. Uh, Wait, cool. That's uh, tough to look forward when to. Is this? T-
0: uh, this will post not this Tuesday, next
3: Tuesday. So. I can because we're announcing something this week. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it on us. We have a new EP from Self Defense Family coming out in April. It's another one of like the, the four song twelve inches that they've done with every label, and now it's now it's our turn. It's yeah. And <laughs> of course, yeah. it's going to be the best one. It is. It actually is very good. I'm I'm really excited about it. And it also, we're announcing a subscription type thing where you get like six records from us uh, for a pretty good cost. And that's, we're doing all that this week, I believe.
2: So
0: that's awesome. We'll look out for the EP. What's it called?
3: Performative guilt by self-defense family.
0: All right. right. Well, uh, let's look out for that. Um, I'm excited for that. Ali's or, or why don't – Joey, you pick the song. We always like to just end off on a song. It doesn't have to be the national, just anything that you're listening to lately or something that you really want to – So much pressure. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It's, it's always like a stumble at the end where we have to like come up with a song and we're like, I don't know. Julian uh, Baker again. The
3: other thing I've been listening to, well, Uncomfortably Numb by American Football.
1: Nice. All right. By the way,
0: that
3: record is beautiful. Yeah. is great. Yeah. Uh-uh.
0: If you haven't listened to the new American Football record, LP3 um, – do it you're fucking up if you don't
3: and this song's not seven minutes long yeah so and it's Haley williams yeah
0: and that's awesome so uh we'll end on that uh as always please uh check out our twitter and our instagram which is at the facts pod also please let us know um what you think if you have any feelings you want to tell us also we love hate mail uh <laughs> please reach out to us at we Thank you, Joey, for being on this episode.
3: Thank you for having me
1: again. And uh, all right. See you guys later. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. Listen to us next week. Bye. We love you. Bye.
2: i Qu-